What's up everybody? It's your girl Tiana Sasha. Welcome back to my channel. On this episode of Comedy's Curls, I've got Vaughn DiCarlo. She's an actress, comedian, producer, and author. And this week we get into it. We talk about her hair, of course. We talk about DIY styles and what everyone's doing during the quarantine with their hair because they are desperate. I know I'm desperate. We also talk about her comedy journey, what she's done thus far, how she's gotten there, and where she plans on going. Thank you so much for tuning into Comedy's Curls. Have fun. Woo, you ready? It's your girl Tiana Sasha, content creator, producer, and host of my podcast, Comedy's Curls. I'm sitting with some of the most hilarious people in comedy to talk all things curly hair. We're talking bad hair days, tips and tricks, and how it all leads to self-lovery. So head on over to your podcast platform to listen and subscribe now. But if this brings you just a little closer, I hope that it will help you to do a better job. Welcome, everybody. This is Tiana Sasha. This week, I'm with Vaughn DiCarlo. Hello. She is... <laughs> I have it written down because you have so many accolades. You're a comedian, oh, actress, author. You've been on, you've been on True TV, Fox, CNN, Comedy Central, BET. You were a JFL. <laughs> you got a book. You got two podcasts. You produced for, for, with Patrice O'Neill. Girl, you everywhere. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? A, a lot of that is a testament to how long I've been around. You know, it's not like I did all of that in 2019. You know, I've been in New York since the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. So I've been around a lot of, for a long time. A lot of that stuff is more recent, but um, I don't know. It, it does sound like a lot. I'm exhausted. Can I go to bed now? <laughs> I've been Can in I a stop? bed for three weeks. <laughs> I know. We're still in this quarantine. This is the cutest I've looked since my last episode. I haven't been getting up in. I was in a onesie before I popped on this screen. So. I don't know if you can see. I'm in my onesie, but I got my sweatpants. You know? <laughs> I so wanted I'm to see in my onesie, but it just didn't work with the Zoom background. So I'm out here trying to be fancy. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> But you know what I will say, a lot of people um, are going through it as far as hair is concerned, right? And I think, vanity aside, um, I think it's okay to want to try and figure out how to groom yourself in lockdown 2020. I don't think it's anything wrong with it. You don't have to sit around and be dirty and funky. But mm -hmm. I took the time. Um, I don't have my natural curls in right now. I have in my faux locks. They look good. Thank you. And I did it myself. Oh, so. Nice. I have a very low maintenance haircut. I have the short curly hair. All I have to do is basically wake up and let it air dry after I get out of the shower and my hair is, I have to do nothing to do my hair. But I do like to get my hair braided from time to time, which can pose a problem because I do book a lot of commercials and it's mostly based on my ethnically ambiguous look, yeah. which stems from the crown. That curly hair will do it, you know? And I remember I got my hair braided. I, well, I got my locks in. Amina Imani, uh, another very funny. Nice. Yeah. So the last time she did my hair, I got a call. Like it took like six, seven hours. You know, you sit there for all day. 
And I checked my email and right when she was done, I found out that I had a callback for a commercial Damn. for the next day. So I went home Damn. <laughs> and for, it took me eight hours by myself, almost all night to take them out. And I was like, oh my God, I can't, I just can't get my locks when I want them. I just have to keep my commercial look because it, it makes me money. I booked like four commercials over the past two years. You know, and the last time I booked a commercial was the early 2000s. Same look, short uh -huh. curly hair. And um, but the, so there was a long stretch before I had booked another commercial. But once once you start popping, you want to keep it rolling. Yeah, for and sure. When I go in for casting with this hair, there's, it's, they're like, oh, yeah, light skinned black woman. We get it. <laughs> with the curly hair look, you're you could be anything in the eyes of casting. So anyway, long story short coronavirus comes and one of the things that I've been doing to occupy my mind I said you know what let me take this time because I've always wanted to learn how to do it myself anyway mm. let me take this time to see if I could do my own locks and then that way I save time I save money um and you can't book Amina anyway because she's busy doing all her comedy stuff you can't get an appointment <laughs> So I was like, <laughs> if I learn how to do this myself, and I put it in, it took me like two, three hours. And if I, I had to say longer audition, mm -mm. no, and I'll tell you why in a second. But the, the whole idea was at some point in my life, I said that I wanted to learn to do it myself because of that experience I had where I had to take them all out the next day. I was brokenhearted. You know, you spend all that time getting your hair done. And then you got to take it right out. I'm thinking I'm keeping it for the next few months or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, so now I'm like learning, taking the time. One of the things I'm learning, uh, taking the time to do is learning how to do my own hair. So if that ever came up again, I could just take them out, put them back in, whatever. No big deal. It'll be a little bit of, ha of a hassle, but not as bad as like described before. And the technique that I use is crochet. Okay. So the front is individuals and then the back is corn rolled and cro well, they're all crocheted in, but I did the corn roll technique for the back. So that cuts the time in half. I was going to say that makes, that makes sense. And plus there's no pulling, there's not as much pulling oh my God. on the top because you're not corn rolling and crocheting into the braids. That's the other thing. So you know how it is when you got short curly hair, especially with my uh, style, I have a bang. Mm. I've been saying for I don't know how many years I'm gonna grow my hair back but you know when it gets to that weird phase you the either phase mm -hmm. yeah you either cut it again or let it grow I never get past that awkward phase but now you know when I put my locks in my protective style now I feel like there's no but it feels so light it's full it's a lot of hair but it feels like I have nothing in my hair and I'm like, my hair is going to be so long when we get out of lockdown in 2025. <laughs> Did you take a picture just to check, just in case if you have growth or not? Well, they've only been in for three weeks. Okay. I just did it. Okay, cool. I just did it. Um, so I'm about to, now that I know how to do it, I want to practice. So I'm going to just be taking them out and putting them in. And I'm going to try some passion twists, some, some different colors. <laughs> Do it. You might, you have the time and nobody's going to see it, but you. So if it looks crazy, you could just be like, oh, right. Cause it, like I said, vanity aside, I'm not one of those people. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, my Instagram is not a beauty account. You know what I mean? It's not 
that's not my focus on my social media. So I'm never, however I look when I decide to post something, it's just how I look. I'm not yeah. really ever done up like a lot of people. So, but if that's a thing, do your thing. Right now you have to keep your mind occupied, you know? Yeah. I want to try to learn how to cornrow my own hair. Because my I have I my hair is pretty dense. I don't know if you can, it's kind of wet, but it's a lot. And sometimes have a lot of hair, yeah. Sometimes I don't want to put it in a bun. I want to look a little bit cuter than just slick back. Mm-hmm. So I know how to braid other people's hair, but I can't braid my hair. Really? It's the weirdest thing. I tried it, and for some reason, the left the left braid came out like a real cornrow, and then this one was like all off i don't know i got the it's the direction right like it throws me off because you gotta go opposite of what you would do on someone's head and i get all look you're confused i I don't over (laughs) i think you overthink it and now you're gonna put your thoughts and my thoughts and i'm gonna be trying to cornrow and i'm gonna have to call you like you fucked me up (laughs) don't listen to me don't listen to me i'm gonna fuck it up we're getting into the hair stuff I always had long hair my whole life, so I never really started doing, like, um, additional hair or clip-ins or nothing like that until, like, way, way later in life. Actually, the past few years, because around, I want to say 2015, I had the worst hair tragic story ever in life. Oh, no. (laughs) I went in. Wait, girl. I went in. I wanted, my hair was all the way down my back legit your curly hair my hair all my hair all the way down my back wow and i had been through a lot over the past couple of years you know when you're going through something the first thing to go is is the hair hair. Mm -hmm. so i was like you know what maybe i'll go back to you know the short look but i let me do it in layers let me start soft let me get some layers shorten it a little bit and i went in to get the layers and highlights I asked for highlights. Okay. This woman turned, I, I don't know if it was her first day or she her last day, and she was like, I'm just going to F everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> I walked out looking like Marilyn Monroe. I had blonde, blonde hair. Blonde. Your whole head? My whole head. And within the next few days, my hair started <laughs> breaking off. And your hair is naturally dark. So you went from that dark to that well, one. my hair isn't this dark. This is black. I have one B hair, and my hair is more like um like a Coca Cola reddish brown. Yeah, but even my hair, still, that's a lot of stripping. Right. It's still yeah. It's still darker than a. It's not blonde, and I my hair was a mess, and that was the first time in my whole life. This was like 2015 ish, and that was the first time in my life I ever wore sewing like a weave. Mm-hmm. And I wore a weave probably for six months. And that was the healthiest my hair had ever been my whole life once. I Because I just put it away, put it in them corn rolls. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to do sewing weaves or nothing like that. I went to get it done. Mm-hmm. And I kept it like that for like six, maybe eight months. And then my hair was healthy enough to wear it on its own. Mm-hmm. And it's just been short and curly in that short curly style ever since. That's so I'm cool. Going, I want to I grow my hair back. But it's such a conflict, especially in this business, because 
it's like, well, you have to keep one look, what look works for you, da, 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 all of that crap. And I know on one end, my short curly hair definitely books me commercials. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't always want to, I, I do want to put my hair away, let it grow. I love this style on me. It's fun, you know, but you know, you can't be like Lisa Bonet all the time. Sometimes you got to be Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> and I feel like does Lisa Bonet want to cut her locks? Is she like over the look society has put her in or is she uh, truly rocking question. that from the heart? That's you a know? good question because we're women and we do like to change. Like I'm, I'm a cancer, but I'm on a cusp of Gemini. Mm-hmm. So I will change my mind about what I, I, I change my clothes like three, four times a day before I leave. <laughs> I can't make a decision. I will literally, I, I, the way I dress and everything I do is based on my mood. So if my mm-hmm. mood changes before I walk out that door, I might change my clothes. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're, I'm a typical creator. I'm just always in black. This is like the most mm-hmm. color I have in my wardrobe. Really? You'll always, yeah, you'll always see me in like, black shirt black sweatpants black pants everything black 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 it's i tend to go for more of the earth tones yeah um earth tone colors sometimes i like bright colors and and colors like what you have on i have some stuff like that my daughter told me that uh bright colors and those neutral those um skin tone colors kind of wash me out make me look fat (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Damn! <laughs> oh, I raised the honest child. We, you know, we don't we don't bite our tongues much. But I like that. but I I don't know. I think that Lisa Bonet might. I don't know. That's a great question. I would love to ask her that. Be like, girl, By the way, do my you daughter, my daughter and them don't. If I say Lisa Bonet, they go, oh, "You mean Zoe Kravitz?" <laughs> They reference Zoe Kravitz with this look, with the the goddess locks. I just started rocking my hair curly full time this past summer, mm. so I'm I'm kind of relearning things I used to do when I was younger because I I put it out of my mind, and we'll see. This the it's the start of the hair journey, so. Yeah, what has been the relationship with your hair? Has it always been the same for you, or? Has it been something that's kind of gone up and down as you've made your way through the world? I've always been conflicted with my hair. Like I, one day I love it, the next day I hate it. When I was younger, I, my mom had long straight hair all the way down her back, but my hair is curly. So I would like do anything in the world to flat iron my hair, try to make it straight. Cause you know, yeah. mom. Um, and then, you know, I went through the phase where I love my curls, you know, then I go through the phase where I want my braids, I want my faux lock. So I, my relationship with my hair is I'm never satisfied. And as mm-hmm. soon as I have one thing for too long, I want something different. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've always had that type of relationship with my hair, but I've always appreciated having, having a hair that at the end of the day, I could just get in the shower let it get wet and air dry and walk out and it, it pops into place. I don't, it's, it's very low maintenance. It's, it's, I just my hair. <laughs> you are blessed. I had to, cause my hair, um, the shrinkage is real. My hair shrinks a mm-hmm. lot. So oh, yeah. a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, days are spent just like putting product in it, trying to bring it down. So mm-hmm. I have to, that, that's what I have to do today. I have to refresh it just to bring it down because my hair would just go. Shh. 
right and then it'll weird and and be all popped out but that's cool so is it has it been something that you've wanted to take away or you've just been like i'm never satisfied because of the style because you for mean me, go bald like no, no, take no. away like go bald <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> for me it was always like <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think about it sometimes, but then I'm like, I don't know if I have the right head shape for that. Um, I thought about it once, to be honest. And that was when a couple years ago, my mother was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And we all thought about it like, oh, we're just going to shave our heads with mom. And she just looked at us like, stop being dramatic. Just no. And we were like, okay. <laughs> Did you see those videos online of people like, I love you. And then they do it and you cry and it's like, oh, that was so yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant more of like, cause for me, I never, I never liked my hair texture ever. Mm. Something that I've struggled with. And even now that I've gone natural, quote unquote, I still struggle with the curl. Like I wish it would curl like yours or there's this other Instagram comedian that I know her name, she goes by D nasty. You guys have, have the same curled pattern Mm -hmm. and your hair just falls so nicely. And my hair does not, my hair goes, you know, I think, I think it's always the grass is always greener on the other side syndrome because in, in terms of what you're saying, I I've had an appreciation for my curl, but I've always, my hair is very thin. It was very fine. Like I get volume from the frizz. So I've always wanted my hair to be a lot thicker. You know what I mean? Like your hair is, looks very thick. Even if you pull it down and weigh it down with product, it still has that nice tight curl. If I pull my hair down and weigh it down with product, I'll look like the white girl from uh, Jungle Fever. Like I look like an Italian <laughs> white It'll just go straight and silky. It'll lose all the curl. Yeah, My hair can't hold product like that. The curly afro that you normally see me in, mm-hmm. that's zero product. That's wow. me just having a dry ass afro because that's where I get, the, I get the volume from the frizz. But I lose the, like the, the oh, definition yeah. along the way. Damn. You can take so, a chunk of my hair. You'll never notice it's gone, but you could, I'll donate. You can take this part. <laughs> Right I will crochet the hell out of your hair. <laughs> Send me a bundle. Send me a bundle. I, t- I could. I could cut. I used to uh, play around with my hair and put just the bottom down to see if it'll look different. And it doesn't. I look mm. like I still have the same amount of hair. It's insane. Yeah. My hair gets very um, flat. And if I wear it straight, it looks really thin. Yeah. When I wanted my hair straight, you know, that's, I don't know if you get this, but no matter, depending on how my hair is styled, that's who I am. So I always say in my Sade days, when my hair is straight (laughs) and back with this forehead, I'm Sade. If I have my hair braided, like regular braids, I'm Alicia Keys. Faux locks, I'm Lisa Bonet. Uh, This is my Tracy hair. Oh yeah, the the, the, the girlfriend's Tracy hair, Tracy Ellis. Like, yeah, it's more than one light skin. Like I'm not all light skin people with the same hair style ain't the same. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> this but, it's, honestly, it's the represent the representation we've had in the media. That's like all we can even reference. So it's kind of like, yeah, I want my hair like that's that. All beautiful like examples. That. So it's like, thank you, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So tell me about one of your worst hair days or like styles. You said earlier that the woman 
dyed your hair blonde, but like, have you had something worse? Like no. Burn off or something? No, that was absolutely the worst hair moment of my life. I never experienced anything like that before, ever. My hair never fell out before. I've always been wow. able to take really good care of my hair. I don't really go to go to get my hair done mm -hmm. because for the most part, it's low maintenance. What do I need to do? I learned how to cut my own hair after oh, wow. that. Like wow. no one's cut my hair ever again after that. I learned that style I wear now, the short curl, I cut that. I cut my own hair. I just, you have to learn how to do everything yourself. I'm this But no, close. that's the worst story. I don't have a worse story than that. When you saw your hair, because you know how they do that reveal at the salon. Did you tell her what the fuck? Mm -hmm. you, you told, mm -hmm. and what, what did she say? She said <laughs> some bullshit. I, it was so long ago. I can't remember the exact words, but I think she was trying to blame it on the picture that I brought in, the picture that I brought in that I was showing her yeah. was not for the highlights. It was for the layers. Yeah. And even the the girl in the, in the picture that I showed her for the layers had light hair, but it wasn't platinum blonde. Like it wasn't blonde blonde. It was like that dirty, like kind of light brown color. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It, so it wasn't even like blonde, blonde. So I, long story short, I think she got confused with what I was asking for. At least that's what her excuse was. That's, I would have, I probably would have gotten arrested. I take my hair very seriously. Girl. And I think I would have yoked that lady. Just I didn't know. It was so <laughs> shocking. I didn't know what to do. I really didn't. I, I, I tried to embrace it like, okay, God wanted me to have blonde hair. Here we go. <laughs> But no, the fallout so, is real. Instagram, I don't know what I look, I don't know who, nobody came back and said I look like anybody because they're like, who's this alien? <laughs> That's so funny. That's crazy. I, I went blonde, but I did it myself. So my hair fell out because I was, I was out here being crazy. I don't like my, um, my, like I said, my hair is lighter than what I normally like it. Mm -hmm. I like the darker hair on me. Um, my hair grows out like dark brown to like a off black, but mm -hmm. it turns red. That's and true for I, a lot of people of color though. It looks, I feel like it washes me out and makes me look sick or it could be you know, from high school when they called me Sissy Spacek. <laughs> oh Maybe it's, it's built-in trauma. <laughs> Listen, I get it. Basic, because my hair turned red. <laughs> I get it. I'm the I'm the the light-skinned Latina of my friends. So mm -hmm. I was always like the ghost. They called me Casper. I joke around and call myself um, Morticia Adams. I have a lot of mm -hmm. that are on right now, but I'm normally just invisible white. <laughs> you are you are when we were at the cellar what did Keith, i think keith robinson calls you uh he young called me Vaughn. mini von, mini von. Young von. <laughs> girl basically calling you white as hell that's fine i get it a lot i get it a whole lot i'm afro i'm a white afro latina that's just mm -hmm. really what it is well you're gorgeous thank you you as well that i mean I remember you because of how pretty you are. Like, I didn't know your name first. I know your, your beauty. And I'm like, I know her. I've seen her before. I've seen her before. And so it was cool that we've been able oh, to, thank you. to say, hey, of course. Let's play a little game. 
So we're going to play questions in a hat. Okay. Um, these are just thought provoking questions. They vary from ooh, hair, career, and comedy. But basically, I'm just going to shake it. You tell me to stop. And I'm going to just choose the first question that I pick. Okay. All right. And stop. Okay. First question. If you weren't doing comedy, you would be doing what? Well, that's a good question. Um, I would, well, hmm, what would I be doing? Like not, do you mean comedy or the whole entertainment business? Entertainment as a whole. Cause you're multifaceted. You do so many things in the entertainment industry that <sighs> it has to be entertainment as a whole. You would be doing what else? Okay. Ugh. I was going to say, because I'm, I'm a, I'm a producer and a writer by trade, but I'm a performer by heart, but that's still in the business. Okay, I got it. I got it. And this is based on my sister. Because okay. she's saying, <laughs> she, her, my mother, everybody was like, you know, you should have been a damn lawyer. There I get that a lot too. <laughs> Do you argue with people? Is that what it is? I don't, I don't argue with anybody. I don't like arguing. What I feel, people confuse um, arguing with, I just be knowing what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, funny. okay, here's something else too that's a little bit more spiritual and deep. Mm -hmm. um, I had a journalism scholarship and I know that's in the writing realm, but I don't think television news, well, it is, but back in the day, it wasn't supposed to be entertainment. It was supposed to be just news. It's still a whole different caliber of TV. You got to be right. something specific for news. Right. So I had a journalism scholarship and because I was told if I wanted to be in TV by my guidance counselor that I should do something practical. And I'm a great writer. I had this journalism scholarship. I should take the scholarship, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I left that journalism scholarship and ended up going to an art school and getting a production degree mm -hmm. and um, moving to New York with mindfulness that, you know, I want to do comedy. I want to do all of these things. I'll just know how to produce my own stuff and write mm -hmm. my own stuff. And you just use my trade skills for what I want to do as a performer. And then ironically, you know, uh, you cut to our current state of comedy the past few years, mm -hmm. because one of the things that I hated about journalism was I was like, it, they, they're literally teaching us how to deliver television news with a slant. They're saying that it's not biased, but it's biased. And I was, I was turning into like my power. You know, I was losing my <laughs> mind. I was like, I can't lie. Yeah. I can't participate in journalism like this because I'm a truth teller mm -hmm. to the irony of our society and where we've been in comedy the past few years. It was like, God is funny because he made me a journalist anyway, because people look to comedy like weekend update daily mm -hmm. show. They look to comedians to get the truth and news more than the actual news that's so true and something i've never connected well i've connected before but never in a way where it's like yeah comedians are probably one of the few truth tellers in this world yeah at this we point we are currently the only trustworthy journalist in my opinion amen snaps to that <laughs> <laughs> and stop Okay. Some of these are whack, so we might have to skip them. But I just, okay. I just skipped a bunch. Okay. 
what's the one thing no one knows about you? And it doesn't have to be crazy, like personal, but just maybe some um, fun fact about you. Uh, I feel like people know all of my little fun facts. Uh, maybe your listeners don't know. My mom names me after Lily Munster. Her real name is, um, her name is Yvonne DiCarlo. Well, technically her real name is Yvonne Middleton, but in her day, she's German, Mm -hmm. but in her day in Hollywood, if you were Italian, you got more roles. So she changed her last name to DiCarlo. Mm -hmm. So my name is Vaughn DiCarlo, which is like a double first name. My last name is Brown. Um, and I played clarinet in high school band. Nice. I I could read and write music. (laughs) I don't know. That's cool. People don't know that. I used to play the drums, but I don't come off as like a drummer. Yeah, Sheila E. <laughs> you know. You got the hair and the skills. <laughs> I need the suit. I need the suit, and I think that'll be mm-hmm. the power that I need. Okay. What's one thing you think every person should experience in once in their lifetime? Ooh. One thing everybody should experience in their lifetime is PMS. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. I, <laughs> I am sick. AF for two weeks out of the month. I have a week before my period start where I lose my holy given mind. I am in physical pain like you would not believe between the last few days of PMS five to 10 days out. And then those first couple of days of my period, I might as well just like curl up and die. Like, oh, the pain. Yes. And then after that, you know, it's, it starts to get okay. And you figure it's only four weeks out of the month. I get two. Mm-hmm. I get two good weeks. So I think every single human being should experience being sick two weeks out of the month with PMS. Without any control of their emotion, because that's the one thing people don't get for yeah. women. Like, I I don't know why I feel this way, but I'm going to feel this way, and you need to deal with it, because some people are just like, what is going on? Like, I don't know either. I'm so aware of myself now. I will go, let me check my period out. Yup, that's what I thought. I'm about five to de- ten days out. You might want to have this conversation with me next week because right now, it's it's I'm not I'm not gonna have the ability to not say it with a sharp ass tongue and a smart ass mouth. That needs to be an option when you reschedule meetings in your calendar. It should be like PMSing. Do you want to reschedule or do you want to take the risk and continue this meeting with me? And then you know whatever the outcome is, your damn fault because you had a you had a choice. Hey, you've been <laughs> warned. <laughs> okay, one last question. Okay. Stop. Boom. Okay. Ooh. Well, we oh, know this God. we know this about you. So let's do another oh, question. Okay, good. It was a hair dry question. You said you air dry, so. Oh, okay. Oh, stop. I forgot to tell you to stop. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, why is she just shaking a bed? <laughs> so um, what is a comedy goal you're looking to reach now at this point in your career? Oh, I, that's an easy question. I want to be a solid, respected, well-established comedian. And that will take my whole life to achieve. Mm-hmm. I do not do um, hacky, easy material. I challenge myself 
Um, my, my comedy comes from my truth mm-hmm. and I am working at being better at observational and getting outside of myself mm-hmm. and as well as staying within, um, my personal experiences, but ultimately, um, I've been around long enough again to say easily that all of this comes and goes, but mm. Prior to coronavirus, I, the one thing that I used to say is stand-up comedy is the only thing that will never go away because it's, I can have a hit movie tomorrow and then nothing for six years. But mm-hmm. I could travel. I could be on the road as a comic. I will hope to someday, someday be able to do theaters. You know, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be known as like that, um, female comic or Mm. oh but she's funny to be pretty you know pretty you know that whole thing like she's funny or like the whole like she's funnier than i thought she was situation because of your beauty yeah right i get that all the time and um one of the things that i don't do i don't do i'm not like a clean comic i wouldn't say that but i don't do sexual material really i don't do vulgar material i don't do like low what i would consider to be low hanging fruit like i have the ability to do really thoughtful well put together bits and material that doesn't necessarily get an easy, quick laugh. I'm willing to go through the process of maybe this ain't gonna work, you know, to find out. Mm -hmm. Because at the other end of that could be a brilliant joke, Mm -hmm. brilliant bit, as opposed to, here goes some bits about my titties. You know, I just, it's it's just not interesting. And I I know what I look like. I've been in this body and this face my whole life. I know, when I get on stage, before I even open my mouth, you know, I have a lot to get through, you mm-hmm. know, of people's preconceptions. I call it pretty girl problems. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't mean to say it in a conceited way, but there's a misconception about the way one carries themselves and how that equates to intelligence. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand why you don't lead with the sex. Like for yeah. me, being a Latina, What's the first thing you think about when you say Latin? Spicy, hot, you know, flagrant. Everything is always very vibrant. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's how I carry right. myself. But I want you to know that I'm an educated person. I want you to right. know that I'm creative and that I'm probably well more more qualified than some of the people in this room. Right. So I, I get it. I get it for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's it's um it's it's no judgment. If people want to, as long as you're being yourself, just, I don't care if there's some very successful comedians that all they do is talk about sex. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And I'm not saying that I never will. I'm just saying it's not, it's not a a crutch. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't say the N word on stage. I say it all the time in regular life, but Mm -hmm. that's one of those things where I go, you know, everything ain't for everybody. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the chick that come into the gym and if it's Rick Ross and too much Jay-Z in words playing, I'd see a, well, I'm like changing it. Like not today, white girl, not today, <laughs> you know, not today. So, I mean, it's to each his own. And I just think if you're being authentically you on stage, whatever that is, it will shine through and, and 
that's the that's the tougher road to take in comedy is being willing to go through the process of it not working out. Mm-hmm. I admire that. Some people could easily take the easy way out, but you know, like you know your worth, you know what you stand for, and you're gonna stick to it, and it'll click. It's gonna click. and it's it's natural for me. I, I have honestly been um, misunderstood. Um, by appearance my whole life. I've always been fighting against the stereotypical, oh, she must be a gold digger or, oh, she she must be this or she must be that. She's only Just, here because she looks like this. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like I've been, I think that's a, a large portion of where that survival kicks in, the self-deprecating comedy and, and all of that snap back, clap back stuff happened. That was high school. Mm-hmm. Junior high, you know, so... It just comes very natural to be living in a skin that's opposite than what people think that skin is, really. And I thrive in that uh, in that realization when someone finally sees past what they thought of me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Haha, I told you, I'm not like right, that. Where's, the, where's my written apology? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Vaughn. I really appreciate you being on the show. It was very I, fun. I, it did, you know, I try to make it fun. It's not all about hair because, you know, some people don't have curly hair like us, but they can still tune in and learn about you, mm-hmm. things like that. I know we're in Corona right now, so we don't have any shows booked or anything, but what's maybe something we could catch you next on going oh. forward? Oh, I don't even know. Like, just follow me. Like, just follow me on my social media to stay up. I'm horrible at plugs. Um, I will say, like, right now, it, you can read my book for free on Kindle, on Amazon. So, if you go to grownafcomedy.com, you get links to all my social media, my podcasts. Um, it really does help me if you're downloading and leaving five-star reviews. And if you're reading my book, leaving reviews on Amazon, all of that pushes you up in, in the is it algorithm or whatever yep. <laughs> and helps you get noticed by other people. So I just joined TikTok. A girl, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm, hey, follow me on TikTok too. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. I just, I've been posting like my comedy stuff on TikTok, but I made one specifically the other day it took me an hour girl i was sweating i was like this is work (laughs) i i don't know i don't know what it is for me yet but (laughs) the first couple of videos i put up are kind of fun i don't think anyone knows i'm there but all my social media across the board is my name at blondie carlo yep oh there you go you can find vaughn right there yeah that that thing (laughs) and again grownafcomedy.com will get you links to my book um reading my book is you know it's a easy read it's it's um it's a good read so i don't know find me online i'll be doing something (laughs) google it well thank you so much this is comedy's curls where we talk about curly hair problems in a straight hair world um my name's tiana sasha you can there we go. You, you, you can find me there. <laughs> we must be PMSing. Our theory is linking up. Comedy's Curls. Tune in next week. Thank you so much. Bye. But if this brings you just a little closer. 
I hope that it will help you to do a better job.